is a blue. You're listening to Three Valleys Radio. Welcome to our In Conversation program. Every week we talk to a sporting personality to find out just what makes them tick. From their early childhood, to their professional career, to their musical tastes. We cover it all. So sit back and enjoy as we talk to this week's special guest. Here on Three Valleys Radio. Well, good evening and welcome to today's In Conversation. Today's guest is not only one of the most sought-after up-and-coming jockeys in the country, but he's also a very, very local lad, and I'm talking about none other than Ben Godfrey. <coughs> okay, well, good afternoon, Ben. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, it's kind of ironic. You're the first person that I've interviewed on the station that I went to school at uh, the same school as you did. So how about that? <laughs> yeah, it's very good, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went, I, well, I was. Um, I spent a year at Maiden Beach. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we've yeah. got a bit in common. But... Um, Tell me, Ben, I mean, when when did you, you know, go, go right back to day one sort of thing. When did you first get on the back of a horse or a pony? Um, I've been riding riding horses and, well, ponies for as long as I can remember, really. Um, I mean, done it done it probably before I could walk and, and it's just um, progressed and progressed. And, and then I got a, a racing pony when I was nine years old um, and, and went pony racing and and from there it's just the bug for racing came about and um and, and we're, we're still doing it now so um it's, it's a bug that entices you in and and it's it's you no know, it's a great sport so mm, absolutely and of course there is a certain element of it in your blood i think because uh i'm right in saying that that harry cobden's your cousin is it yeah that's right yeah he, he's my cousin um so yeah, Mum was a Copton, and she she rode rode a bit as well, um, and a Cat B amateur license, and um, yeah. So there's a bit in the blood there, and it's, it's it's all come from there really. So, so so you you you've got this this racing pony then, and you're you're off pony racing. I mean, most kids of your age would go and want to get a, a go kart or a motorcycle. How come you've got a pony? <laughs> um, we we we. we I I'd had um sort of ponies, like all round ponies and done a bit of show jumping and, and cross country and, and pony club and things like that. So um once I was old enough to go pony racing I just I like the speed and the adrenaline. Um so that was that was something that I really wanted to do. Um and so so it started from there really. So having got it into your blood, as it were, and, and you know you you you've been sold on the drug, as it were. I suppose it's just like a drug, really. That once you once you get started with yeah. it, um, how did the story go from well, let's say from sort of ten to to by the time you're sort of fifteen or sixteen, when presumably you're getting physically bigger and, and not obviously able to handle a, a bigger horse at that point. Um, yeah. Um, so I wasn't I wasn't always really sure what I was I was going to do, but. Um... I really enjoyed the pony racing and, and, and I got bigger and I got a bigger pony then. Um, and my last couple of seasons, I had uh, plenty of success on her. Um, and and it was kind of getting to the point then where you, you're talking about things in school, what you're going to do after and everything like that. And it, and it really hit me then that I thought, like, I want to go, go pointing and... and um, and see how it goes and go from there and, and, and try and go down the racing racing route really. Mm. Um and 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 luckily luckily that's what we did. So 
when you were doing the the pony racing was that jumping or just flat or what just just flat yeah um and and i've done a lot a lot of hunting and cross country and things like that so i, I quite like the jumping um and i was i watching watching racing on the weekends and cheltenham festival and things like that like i just there was something about the jump racing that just had that much more appeal to me so it was kind of like the pony racing was great but when i was old enough to then go pointing that's what i wanted to do to to have that buzz of yeah of um jumping fences at speed so so what did all your mates at Wadham think about it then that, that you know there you were i'm going off i'm going to be a jockey um uh, at, the, at the time they yeah um kind of it wasn't it's nothing really said about it now but like um nowadays uh, I, uh a lot of them get in contact with me and and um wish me well when when i've done well and 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 everything like that and are following it quite closely which is um is is lovely like to mm. to think that they're they're sat there watching me and probably losing a lot of money on me <laughs> um, but no they they a lot of them a lot of them really enjoy following the horse racing um, yeah. now and i suppose because they've got that connection with me that it, it kind of there's that extra interest to follow it as well yeah when you know someone in it yeah absolutely and uh so it's it's now it's uh hello ben you got any tips <laughs> yeah yeah and I, i'm definitely the wrong person to be asking for tips <laughs> we we did we did a cheltenham sweet steak at uh work and and i didn't i didn't um produce too many winners put it that way <laughs> oh dear never mind mind you having said that i don't think many people did with the irish being so dominant because a they were a they were irish b the prices were so ridiculously short that you didn't feel that you wanted to back them anyway so uh i think i think most well i certainly suffered in that connection anyway so um there you go right time for uh, ben's first musical choice and it is called come on eileen by dexie's midnight runners
Midnight Runners, of course, and come on, Eileen. Sure, we all remember that one from our youth. So, tell I mean, it must have been, I, I assume, quite hard um, from the point of view of, of going from pony racing up into point to points. I mean, how difficult did you find the, 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 the jump? How did you get the rides? I mean, did you have many people supported you from a point of view of giving you rides? Um, I was very lucky. Um, um, Chloe Newman trains a few pointers um the other side of crew and and mm. she's my mum's cousin and and they have they had a horse called sober Trezor who was like the perfect school schoolmaster type mm. um so i i i went over and i was riding him out as and when i could and did a bit of schooling before i could ride pointing and then i was very lucky um at my local hunts point to point i um managed to um ride in in my last pony race and then right had my first ride point in half an hour later all right yeah so so that was brilliant because i didn't have too much time to sort of sit around waiting for my first ride point and i had the pony race to think about first and then we were straight on the, the pointer sort of thing and yeah um luckily everything went to plan and we won but i can't i can't really remember too much of that day because it it all went by so quick and and it was um no, a great day, one so, I'll always remember. So you won your first rate, your first point-to-point race over jumps, which is, yeah, well, that's something to think about. I should think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, you know, it was kind of very good. Then we weren't chasing the first winner, um, but the trouble was then it was only downhill from there, and <laughs> that's that's the most disappointing thing because there's no feeling like winning, and mm. um, it it would be a predominantly losing sport. You come away with a lot more losers than you do winners um but it's something you you sort of take as and when it comes and um you know it's great riding the winners and yeah and then and then we just yeah we we had another we rode him then a couple late weeks later um back at the same track and finished second um and then um i was waiting all summer um for the for the next point to point season to come around and um we, we picked up I probably probably had about 40 50 point to point rides all in all in about two years so um, no it wasn't wasn't too bad we, we had rode for a good few people and, and had a good bit of support so mm. did you did you ride any for uh, Jack Barber uh, no I didn't no no I was I was co- I was currently working just up the road from him um, at Harry Fry's at the time. Yeah, um, and and he he had his jockeys and and plenty of lads in there that yeah. were in there every day. Um, so they were they were riding his horses. Yeah, but, but I mean, presumably Harry Fry have, does he have pointers? I'm not, I'm not sure. Is he? I wouldn't know that. No, he was National Hunt. So yeah. Um, I then yeah, I then picked up a couple rides um, as an amateur for him. Um. Before then, I, I I moved on and, and unconditional. Um, but my first two two rides under rules that were for Harry and his wife Kira mm. um, in a hunt later that week, and 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 they both won. So my first two rides under rules were winners. Um, so it was kind of the same again from from the first ride point to point. And with the first winner was out the way, and we weren't chasing, trying to chase a win. Um, for, for months on end, like some people do, we're very mm. fortunate like that. But then the hundred percent strike rate doesn't last for too long. <laughs> but uh, no wonder Matt Matt Chapman was singing your praises on ITV. Then, I mean, this, this sounds like a sort of a you know a fairy tale come true, really. Yeah, no, it was the, the starts and that were were unbelievable, and and to get winners straight away, it was it was great. And then 
the trouble is it's trying to trying to maintain that and 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 keep it going and and you soon learn that yeah it's not it's not as easy as just winning races um there's a lot lot in in in, in the middle of it all um and and then when you when you can't ride a winner and you go a couple of months without one you kind of realize how lucky i was to be able to be in that situation to to ride them horses and, and win on them mm. and make the start that i did so how old are we now then are we 16 or 17 at this point or what um yes about 17 then yeah. um, and you're working for harry um, fry working for harry fry yeah what um, just sort of in, in in the stables sort of uh, what would you call it a stable yeah. a stable lad is the sort of yeah, rather un, right, yeah. un, un, un complimentary name for it i was thinking what well, would give me something a little bit more um well it sounds it sounds very dim, demeaning i think a, a stable lad do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, so you so you're uh, doing that you know mucking out and, and generally riding out and and doing what you do as a stable lad yeah um how many rides yeah. were you getting at this particular point then you know were you getting many um i at that time um while i was now much there i probably i probably had about only only six rides um under rules i think um but we were tipping away having a handful of rides um on on the weekend at point to points um that we were picking up so mm. yeah we, so you, were, we were sort of working there all week and then and then trying to get rides on the weekend and go pointing and, and have a bit of fun so you you were doing the um you were doing the pointing at the same time then as as, as working for harry fry so, so it wasn't as though you weren't yeah. getting any rides at all it was just the under rules exactly, was limited yeah. but the point the pointers were still yeah. coming your way I was and, still very yeah, young and, and inexperienced, but we would we had a couple of rides under rules and yeah, and and we're trying to learn learn them when we we're getting the rides on the pointing circuit. More music now, and this time it's a track called Dakota by the Stereophonic.
Stereophonics and Dakota. Okay, so during all, all this sort of rise up the ranks, as it were, was was Harry Cobden giving you some advice and and sort of uh, encouraging you as you went along? Yeah, that, um, obviously he was he was sort of had a, a a great start, and he was probably probably nearly professional then at this point. I'd say um, probably nearly a good enough claim, or or was 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 sort of doing that um, hmm. and. He'd obviously had had a lot lot of experience by then, and um, no, he he was always very helpful and 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 giving advice like like a lot of lads. Yeah. Um, in the weighing room are ever it's a, it's a great place to be the weighing room and and everyone's friends and there's always people to turn to and talk to and ask for advice when as and when you want it. Yeah. And and you you plump for jump racing as opposed to flat. I mean, was there ever any you know doubts in your mind as to whether you would rather go flat racing or not? Uh, no, I I think jumping was always what I wanted to do. I probably the first couple of years I probably could have gone on the flat. I was light enough back then um, to do it, but mm. um, now now we're we're sort of four or five years down the line I think I'd struggle nowadays <laughs> what, what sort of the, what's the ideal weight for, for flat racer jockey then um, you'd you, you'd want to be probably around eight and eight and a half stone I'd imagine for the yeah. flat yeah um, to nine stone whereas um, I, I'd be sort of sitting at nine nine stone ten most days nowadays yeah um, which is is pretty. I'm very lucky with my weight for jumping, and um, mm. it's it's no. It's some some people have 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 a, like a. It's quite hard for them to day in day out having to having to watch it and, and maintain it, and like I I'd be always conscious of it and not let it get too bad. But I'd be in in most aspects I'd be fairly consistent. Well, it's about you, sir. I mean, I've read various books. I've read A.P. McCoy's book, and you, you don't have to indulge in all of this, uh, you know, getting in and sweating it off and all that sort of stuff. Does that ever come your way, or are you lucky enough not to have to do that? That's right, yeah. Um, no, I I have I have had to go in a sauna and that at the races before. Um, but obviously, um, since last summer, COVID and everything, since the racing's come back, um, the saunas have been banned. Um, which has probably been quite a good thing because you um, lads are just losing doing that extra bit the day or like you the day before sort of thing um, instead of getting to the races and it's sitting in the sauna at the races is probably an easier way to do it but it's probably not the best way to do it if you know what I mean mm. and you can get there and you could say oh, I need to lose three pound and just sit in the sauna for a bit um, and lose that but it, it doesn't do your body much good if you're doing that all the time and um it just you you plan a bit ahead now and and um or if you need to you have a put a sweatsuit on and go for a run around the track um but it's been i think it's been a good thing that the saunas have have haven't been in use um and i'm not sure if they are planning to bring them back or not but Mm. um yeah, well, it's been quite good. You've got to get over COVID first, of as you say. So, uh, but uh, so I mean, it, it, you know, it sounds to me so far. Then we're 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 up around sort of eighteen, nineteen now. I suppose we're we're pushing on. Um, yeah. You know, this this is this is if you. I mean, there is there are so many people. Uh, you know who, who've got ambitions of becoming or getting involved with horses certainly and, and i guess in some cases coming becoming a jockey they would really need to follow your your road as it were because um you know i mean it seems that it's not an easy road for a start um and it seems no. like there's an awful lot of hard work in it and, and maybe an element of luck as well 
definitely definitely yeah you need you need a bit of luck on your side and it's definitely hard work and and I mean I'm I'm still not where I want to be now um but things this season have, have been going really well but it's it's a lot of hard work involved and um until you're doing it and you 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 have the bad times and the good times you don't appreciate sort of what it takes when you're a young 16 year old lad you kind of think it, mm. it's um it'll be easy to do and get into and everything like that um but it's it's definitely far from it so so we're 18 18 stroke 19 now uh, at what what point have you got to to in, in your career so to speak you said you went conditional would this have been about now yeah um i turned conditional um when i was 18 um i made a move to colin tizard's stable um in the summer of 18 um 2018 and um yeah turned conditional um which was very good um the next step forward to, to what i wanted to be doing and um no it was great got um a good few rides from colin um picked up a good few outside rides um from my agent and, and and had i think i had about four winners and from from 56 rides my first season conditional yeah um so um we we sort of took along and 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 learned a lot from it that season um which was very good what I mean, what, what what do you do exactly? I mean, do you sort of literally sort of ring up and say hi, uh, Colin? Uh, my name's uh, Ben Godfrey, and I'm a jockey. Can you give me some rides? Is it, is is it as basic as that? It it was a little bit like that. I knew I knew Colin didn't have a conditional um, the previous season, um, and and he he'd have known my grandparents and things. So yeah, I managed to get his number, and I rang him up one day. And and he he sort of said, um, I said I was looking for a job and 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 everything, and I'm not sure whether I'd be wanting to turn conditional or go amateur. And he said, Oh well, um, I'm, I need a conditional, and um, if if you'd like to pop in one one morning, and and I'll watch you ride out, and and we'll have a chat about it, and and it kind of went from there, really. Hmm. No, well, I, I know Colin well because he he comes on the show regularly anyway, and. Uh, He's, but it, I mean, he's got Harry Kimber now. Is it, he's conditional, isn't he, or is he is he passed on as well yeah. now? Yeah, no, he, he's he's still there. Yeah, um, yeah, no, Harry was there when I when I had my time there. Um, yeah, good mates with him, and um, no, no, we still we're still in regular contact when we see each other at the races. And yeah, yeah. So, at what point then did you finally get to the point where I mean, do you have to win so many races as a conditional jockey before you can apply to to get a full license, or what? How does it work? Um, so, what it is, you have to ride seventy five winners um, to to lose your claim fully, um, and obviously you have your stepping stones building up to that. So, um, you you sort of after 20 winners you lose your seven pound claim mm. 40 winners you lose your five pound claim um and then 75 you lose your three pound claim and once that's gone um when your license renews that summer or whenever it is it changes to a professional license and you've obviously reached that milestone now because you're you're riding professionally um, or, or am i I'm jumping no. the gun no, I'm 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 still a five pound claim at the moment. Oh, so, are you right? Yeah, uh, yeah. but with like it, conditional is is sort of as a professional, but it's kind of it's you, you're not pledged as a full professional. It's it's just labels as a conditional until you have them them winners. So. More music now, and this time it's a track called "Level of Concern" by Twenty One Pilots. But 
there from 21 pilots had over 40 winners so far then but on, on that rate have i got that right um uh no i'm in in between 20 and 40 so right. i claim five now yeah so i i I, uh, I lost my seven um back in january um for the boss and and we ended up having a treble that day so yeah i was gonna that's probably my my, my, my best day in the saddle to date i'd imagine um yeah. losing losing my seven pound claim which we, we'd had for for a good while and um being able to ride a, a treble treble as well so so where where are you now in the context that you know do you do you have to um you know is it hard work getting rides or, or i mean i i see you're riding quite a bit for, for anthony honeyball now i mean what, what what's your situation as things now yeah, so I'd I'd be based with Anthony now, um, and it's going really well. He's he's very supportive, and and we've had um, eight winners from him this season. Um, but it's kind of I've this is my third third season conditional now, um, and I've I've had more rides, more winners than last season. And each year I've kind of had more winners, more rides. Um, so it's kind of it's going the right way. We're progressing each season, um, and I, I'd be riding more more than ever at the moment. Um, and, and like I say, I've had more winners this season than I've ever had. So um, it's it's all going the right way and going forward, which is 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 what we're trying to do. Mm. So, so how many uh, how many rides would you say per week you get nowadays? Then um, probably the last two months i've probably been averaging seven seven eight rides oh um yeah a week. Um, 
give or take. Some some weeks it's a, it's a couple more, and then some weeks it's a, it's a couple less. But um, no, it's been going really well. We've been busier than ever the last couple of weeks. So um, mm. long may it continue. And and when you look at the the area that that we live in, uh, and I say we because obviously I, I only live in North Perrot, which is not far. Um, you're quite lucky in that you've got um, Jack Barber, Kaylee Woolacott, Barry Fry, uh, Anthony Honeyball, um, Colin Tizard a little bit further away. Um, to have that many stables around the place, it must be, and with you building up your reputation, of course, that must be quite beneficial to you. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a very strong area in the country for for yards and. Um, that we're always trying to build contacts and 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 get your name out there and and get noticed sort of thing so um no it's it's brilliant and um we've like kaylee's been very supportive as well this year we've had a good good number of rides from her um mm. which is is great and like you say it's riding for for local people um no it's brilliant yeah and yeah it's, Try and try and do our best for them and mm. ride them winners. I'll have a word with Jack Barber for you. I know because I know his dad very well. We used to play cricket up here, so uh, we'll see if we can get you some more rides up there. All right, but I mean, <laughs> uh, do, do, do you get days when you sort of wake up in the morning and think, you know, pinch yourself, thinking, God, you know, it wasn't that long ago out there I was going off to Wadham School, and now look at me now. I'm getting seven, eight, nine rides a week, and. Uh, you know, presumably earning a reasonable living out of it as well. I mean, it must be fantastic, I should think, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, that's it. Um, no, it's it's kind of you don't really see it as a job. Um, enjoy enjoy going to work every day and going racing all the time, and um, be able to do that is brilliant. And and to be making a nice living out of it as well is is always always good as well. Um, um, but yeah, no. Sort of some some of the days I've had this season have, have really been standouts in my career, and I kind of sometimes yeah I do have look at, look at the picture on the wall or something and think God did that happen? So um, mm. no, it's great. So I'm going to ask you a few sort of simple questions now because I'm I'm so used to doing football programs. We've got like a little a little thing. It helps people get the idea as to a little bit more about you. So uh, we just get the right list. Here we go. Um, what's uh, who was the best? Who is the best boss that you've ridden for? I.e. trainer. Anthony Honeyball. Right. What about the best race course you've raced at? Um, I'd have to say Cheltenham. Yeah, you've actually raced Cheltenham, have you? Yeah. Yeah. Not at the festival yet. Uh, we, were, we were meant to have our first ride at the festival last week, but it ended up being a non-runner. No. Um, I've been I've been at Cheltenham on a on a normal day, but I mm. unfortunately haven't haven't been lucky enough to have a winner there yet. It'll come, Ben. It'll come. Don't worry, mate. Yeah. Um, what about the best horse you've ever ridden? Regal Encore. Yeah. Rode rode him last week. Yeah. Um, definitely. Definitely the yeah best horse I've sat on. Okay, um, best best ever win. The corner at Box uh, Win Canton Boxing Day, twenty nineteen. Okay, um, who would you say is your best mate in racing? In racing, Rex Dingle. Right. Does he live around here, Rex Dingle? I see the name crop up a lot. Um, yeah, Ilminster. Yeah, uh, he he works he works at Anthony's as well. Yeah, um, he's a professional jockey now. So yeah, it seems as though there's a, there's a little gang of you really. You know, Harry Kimber, yourself, Rex Dingle, uh, and they're all That's fairly it, local, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. No. No. There's there's lots of lads. You've also got um, a few lads at Paul Nichols's as well. That oh, Angus Angus Chalena. Angus, yeah. Angus, yeah, Brian Carver, and no, there's there's a good group round here, and 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 we all get on really well, so yeah, that's brilliant. That's, that's nice. Um, right, we come on to the more uh, you now. What what sort of car do you drive? Um, a Volkswagen Golf, but we're looking to get change it soon. Okay. 
Um, what given that you had, given that you were um, Harry Cobden, shall we say, and you had all the money in the world to spend on your car, what would you like to go and buy? Question that. Um, I'd probably I'd probably have a Mercedes of, of some description mm -hmm. if I could. Well, I'll tell you what you want. You want a Mercedes CLA 180. And I speak from experience. Yeah. And a black one. Uh, and it yeah. was, you'll have no problem pulling all the females then. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, where are we? <laughs> um, Clothes-wise, are you a, a dedicated follower of fashion or do you just sort of wear jeans and T-shirts and just casual? Yeah, no, just casual. Wouldn't be, wouldn't, I wouldn't know much about fashion, no. No. Um... What's the favourite your favourite film that you've ever seen? Favourite film, um, The Wolf of Wall Street. Okay, um, your favourite film star? Uh, Margot Robbie. Okay. Um, generally speaking, what do you do after you've after you've you know raced? when you finish racing for the day I mean I presume it's just travelling home isn't it yeah come home um, relax if we can or if we're riding the next day go go through the following days of races hmm um, what's your favourite food steak and chips uh, you're a man after my own heart I can tell you um, <laughs> what's your favourite drink Um, beer. Okay. Have you got any other hobbies apart from riding horses? Um. No, I I I um I like farming. Mm -hmm. And 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 a bit of um water skiing in the in the summer. That's, that's a bit adventurous, isn't it, for a jockey? Yeah. You don't want to yeah, go and break your leg or something. And do do a bit of water skiing, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Either or now. Coke or Pepsi. Coke. Mercedes or BMW. Mercedes. Apple Mac or PC. Apple Mac. Beer or lager. Lager. Steak or curry. Right, we'll slip another record in here, uh, record track I should call it. Uh, this one is called Stolen Dance by Milky Chance.
chance not milky bar uh, right if you if you could meet somebody anybody dead or alive who would you like to meet um uh, is it is it to david jason only fools and horses yeah del boy you mean yeah del boy. Yeah, yeah yeah david jason right okay um i presume you've got a girlfriend you're not you're not married yet no. are you no, 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 no girlfriend, not married, no. <laughs> no girlfriend, well, okay, well, in case it'd make it a bit easier for you then. Um, you're going to have a dinner party, okay? And you're going to invite five guests to this dinner party. So you want it to be a real success. You've got outside caterers coming in to do the food, right? So who are you going to invite yeah. to this, this party? Five people, dead or alive? Del Boy. Yeah. Um, Margot Robbie. Yeah, that was predictable. Lewis, yeah, uh, Lewis Capaldi. Yeah, um, Ruby Walsh. How many is that? Four. Yeah, it's one, one more. Um, one more. Myself. Does that count or not? No, no, no. That's cheating. Sorry, my mind's gone blank here. Um, what about your dad? <laughs> we, have, we, we have dinner with him enough. <laughs> um, probably nothing. Uh, Comedian, I'd probably say. Who? Uh, trying to think of like another comedian or someone. Yeah. Peter K. Uh, Jack Whitehall, I think. Jack Whitehall. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. And finally, actually, uh, actually, actually Mickey Mickey Flanagan. That's the one. Mickey that's Flanagan. The name I was trying to think. Yeah. Mickey Flanagan. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's time for Ben's final musical track, and it's "The Cave" by Mumford and Sons. <laughs> Empty in the valley of your heart The sun, it rises slowly as you walk Away from all the fears and all the faults you've left behind The 
the harvest left no food for you to eat. You cannibal, you meat eater, you see. But I've seen the same. I know the shame in your defeat. But I will hold on, hope, and I won't let you choke on the noose around your neck. And I'll find strength in pain, and I will change my ways. I'll know my name as it's cold again. Yours and I'll take mine. Now let me at the truth, which will refresh my broken mind. So tie me to a post and block my ears. I can see widows and orphans through my tears. I know my cold, despite my faults and despite my growing fears. But I will hold on, hope and I. Of your cave, walking on your hands, and see the world hanging upside down. You can understand dependence when you know the Maker's land. So make your sirens call and sing all you want. I will not hear what you have to say, 'cause I need freedom now and. There from Mumford and Sons, uh, and, and finally, um, do you have any interest in any other sports apart from water school? Um, uh, yeah, I follow. I follow football. You do right. Okay, so what um, football yeah. team do you follow? And before you answer this question, uh, think very carefully before you answer it, because it could make a huge difference to the rest of your career. Um, I'd, I'd obviously be a big Yeovil Town supporter yeah, and, and Manchester United. Oh, that's all right then. You're okay. That's all right. We will put yeah. our whole the might of Three Valleys Radio behind you in your career as of now. <laughs> if you'd have said any other team, mind you'd have been out the window quite quite quickly. I can assure you. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. Okay then, Ben. That that's okay. So really, it, it, all it remains for me to say is, look, you know, thank you very very much for speaking to us. I hope your career is going to go from strength to strength, uh, and I'm sure with people like Matt Chapman uh, talking about you on the morning line, you know, that's got to be a huge huge plus yeah. and. People are obviously beginning yeah, to talk about you. That's it, yeah. Um, to be mentioned on, on ITV like that week, I've only had a handful of rides on ITV. So to be mentioned, to get a good mention like that on main, mainstream TV is um, is a massive confidence booster. And Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, no, fingers crossed. Because it, it, you, yeah. you know yeah, Ollie right Bell way. comes from round here, don't you? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I did meet him um, at uh, Somerton Rugby uh, Bowl. Yeah, must have been nearly a few years ago now. Yeah, um, yeah. So, Good. Uh, he used to play Hamilton rugby, and uh, we met him there. I think yeah. it was their, their anniversary or something. Oh right, they had yeah. a big ball. Yeah. On, um, I don't know. 
Yeah, he's 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 come on on, on occasionally for us. So um, yeah, mind you, yeah. so so you know, I think all of them are on ITV. I think ITV racing is is without doubt is is brilliant. I think the way they do it is is yeah. absolutely excellent. So uh, that's it. Yeah. For us uh, yeah, officiados, I suppose you could call us. We we like it. Mm. Okay, mate. Well, look, thank you very much for joining us. Um, if it's okay with you, I'm going to ring you probably once a month. And uh, we'll get you on the racing show just to sort of have an update as to how your career is going and how many winners you've had and that sort of thing. If you're up for that, yeah, 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 no problem at all. If we can, because it's you know I've, I've got a feeling. I, I don't often get this feeling, but I do occasionally, and you just get the feeling that that you, you've got you, you've got a bit of momentum going now. And, and yeah. you know, if we can help with that momentum by keeping your name to the fore, by having you on the radio, then, you know, I'd love to do yeah, that to uh, to give yeah. you a, a like boost. You, say, and, all, you know, it's so momentum and, and keeping things going forward. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, and, yeah. And, and plus the fact that, you know, you, you in particular and, and I in particular, I've got just so many links in, in you know, so much as you went to yeah. Maiden yeah. Beach School, I went to Maiden Beach School, albeit there's a hell yeah. of a gap between when we were both there, <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless I did. Uh, you lived in yeah. Lopen, I lived in Lopen, so um, it, it's nice to have those sort of uh, common denominators, as it were, and, and, you know, anything we can do to help on the show, we'd love to do it, so uh, we'll, we'll do Definitely, that. Definitely, yeah. Okay, yeah, so... Yeah, no, thanks very much, yeah. This is Three Valleys Radio. The heart is a bloom. And you've been listening to the In Conversation programme with A.D. Hopper. No space to rent in this town. Make sure you join us every week here on Three Valleys Radio. And the reason that you had to care, the traffic is Turn for grace, so beautiful.